Welcome to the Radical Mother Village. If you're new here, a radical mother is a woman poised in her power, ready to disrupt cycles of generational trauma running through her family like wildfire. She's working to improve her life, the lives of her children, and shape the landscape of her community. If that's you, you're in the right place. This podcast is designed to connect you with resources, inspiration, and the reminder that you are not alone as you embark on your journey of radical mothering. I'm your host, Krista Bevan, dynamic self-care coach for radical moms, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Now let's dive in. Hey there, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I am getting ready to launch the Radical Mother Village Inner Circle. I am super excited to be offering this out to the world. This is going to be a six-month group coaching experience for radical mothers who are ready to dive deeper into practicing dynamic self-care, repairing the sister wound, being held and supported while doing the work of reparenting, showing up to radically witness one another, and so much more. We'll be coming together to do the work through the power of ceremony, celebration, and community. We get started April 8th, and if you're ready to join us, you can head to kristabevan.com forward slash inner circle, or follow the links in the show notes. I saw a quote the other day online somewhere that said, I can't, but we can. And it stopped me in my tracks. There it is. I thought that sums up perfectly why I'm so passionate about having a village of radical mothers and explains how my own journey of healing has progressed. So the more work that I have been able to do on myself to heal my own trauma, to reparent my inner child, become my own mothering presence in my life and honor my needs and my wants, both as a mother and as a woman, the more that I have come to the conclusion that this work cannot be done alone. And for a long time, I actually dismissed the idea of community and thought of myself as being independent and not needing the support of others. And I'll be honest, little did I know how much of this is actually just a trauma response in and of itself. Because most of us don't know that, but hyper-individualism is actually a trauma response. It's coming from a place of being so scared and distrustful of those around you that you'd prefer to do things on your own, which actually sounds kind of familiar to the way a lot of women approach mothering, doesn't it? I mean, how many of us are worried to the point of needing to control every little thing with our babies and our children How many of us are scared to accept help for fear that it might not be to our standards? How many of us have this intersection of this trauma history and then this idealism that cripples our ability to accept help even when it's offered to us? And not only that, but the more that I have healed, the more I realize I can only get so far on my own. I actually need and at this point want other people doing this work alongside me. I'm no longer interested in doing healing work alone. See, here's the thing about trauma. It happens in relationship with other people, right? It's interpersonal. And so that means that it also needs to be healed 
in relationship with others. That's why finding a compassionate, trauma-informed support person or even better yet, support team is so important in trauma healing outcomes. What happens in relationship needs to be healed in relationship and trauma is no different. And it doesn't matter whether you've experienced any big T traumas in your life. And for more information on what that is and how I use that, you can go back and listen to the episode I did on trauma basics. If you want more explanation, I can put a, um, a link in the show notes for that. But most of us have experienced small t traumas of one form or another in our lives. I mean, let's face it, trying to mother in the modern world is usually fairly traumatic all on its own. Because remember, trauma is caused by anything that overwhelms our nervous system's capacity to cope with the situations. And think about this for a moment. How many mothers do you know who describe themselves as overwhelmed? I certainly have felt that way. And most of the mothers that I talk to, both in my own private life as well as the clients that I work with, feel that. In fact, overwhelmed is the number one emotion that they express when you ask them, no, but how are you actually doing? So what are at the roots of that overwhelm? Why are mothers being asked to take on so much? And why are they being asked to do it alone? And there are so many questions to those answers. But a big part of that is the way in which we live, right? We're segregated into these single nuclear family households. That's one thing that comes to mind, right? It's the loss of the village. If you've listened to you know more than one episode of me talking, you've heard me talk about this before because it is such a crucial issue for mothers and really for everyone. But it's this lack of village support that puts so much on mothers. We're expected to take on everything when there's no one else there to do it, right? So as mothers are expected to take on more, and and also, let me just say, let's face it, this past year and this pandemic situation has meant more than more on mothers' plates everywhere. I just read an article in my local paper talking about the load on mothers, right? It's, it's, it's being addressed in the sense that it's being talked about, but what is really being done about it? And it can sometimes be harder to ask for help or worse yet, accept it the more overwhelmed that you get. And it almost becomes a kind of catch-22 where the more we need it, the less we have it, and the less we have it, the harder it gets to actually accept it. And one thing I think at the core of this is something called the sister wound. And the sister wound does not get enough airplay. It does not get enough conversation. It does not get enough attention. And I think that this is such an important topic, especially for radical mothers, because the sister wound is really about the core wounding at the heart of the feminine psyche that's caused by our relationship to one another. And again, we're talking relationships here as they impact trauma and then how we heal from that in relationship to one another okay so the sister wound is something it divides us it keeps us in competition with one another it diverts our rage at the systems that oppress us towards one another instead 
And these wounds are born out of a place of survival where women have needed to take from one another while patriarchy is taking from all of us. And it shows up in the form of exclusion. It shows up as competition, as rivalry, as judgment. We feel it and experience it as jealousy and envy and mistrust of one another. It pollutes our relationships with other women to the point that we feel wounded and hurt by them, oftentimes before they've actually wounded or hurt us. As a protective mechanism, we anticipate that wound, and so we don't engage fully. We don't show up in these relationships with our full, vulnerable, authentic, true, beautiful selves. And it also impacts our relationship to the world when we diminish our own success, our own gifts, our own talents for fear of further wounding. We dim our own lights reactively. And again, this is coming from this place of survival to avoid anticipated pain. We instead retract in on ourselves and fear one another and compete with one another to the point of degrading our opportunity at nourishing, supportive relationships. And so the sister wound leaves us craving belonging, yet not feeling nourished by other women even when we could be. It reinforces the lie that we are better off doing things ourselves rather than accept help. It keeps systems of oppression in place because when we play small, we stay small. And here's the thing, if women were to actually come together and support one another, celebrate one another, brag to one another, uplift one another, collaborate with one another, we would be a source of unstoppable power. The patriarchy knows this. That's why it tries to keep us in our place, keep us playing small, keep our light diminished, because it is a threat to those systems when we actually come together and, again, direct our collective rage towards those things. This is why I say when mothers heal, the world heals. And one of the ways that mothers can heal is to set down this sister wound and come together in community. This need for community is coded in our DNA. This is bone wisdom, to paraphrase the words of Sarah Durham Wilson. If you're not familiar with her work, I'll link it in the show notes. She's incredible, and she's all about connecting and really owning a mature mother archetype in our bodies and in our lives. It's the antidote to the sister wound, community and coming together. But these things take courage, they take vulnerability, they take strength, they take practice, right? We're so out of practice because we're so used to living our lives without these fundamental pieces being a part of them. But it can be done. And when it's done, coming together with other like-minded women is magic beyond words. Doing healing work in communion with other women other mothers creates a space for validation, for connection, for the belonging that we are all craving. It nourishes us at the level of our soul. It feeds us in a way that can't be met any other way. It undoes some of the damage of depletion most of us have faced 
by trying to mother in isolation. Being witnessed in a safe space amplifies the healing that can be done on your own. And that's the other thing to remember. And again, this is something that's not talked about on a cultural level, right? That that secret is kept hidden from us because again, there's power when we come together. But let's face it, it's really, really difficult to self-witness. It's not something like motherhood itself that you're designed to do alone. Instead, it's the gift offered to you by others and that you can then share back to them. It creates this reciprocity and creates this, this exchange that feeds everyone, right? It creates, it's a, it's a renewable resource, the support and validation that's offered by other women, the myth of scarcity is just that. It's a myth. It, it further perpetuates our need for competitiveness. The more belonging that we feel, the more belonging that we're able to offer back to others. It's like, it's like compassion. If you've listened to me talk about self-compassion, how I use that as a piece of my coaching framework, dynamic self-care, the most beautiful part about self-compassion is that the more we offer to ourselves, the more we're actually able to reflect back out and find the common humanity in others. The sense of community is, is so similar. It's the same idea. The more that we get in our own lives, the more we're able to offer back to one another. And instead, we live in this place as mothers where it's the norm to compete with one another. It's the norm to have the race to the bottom, to see who can go the furthest with the least, right? There's this sort of like bragging rights that come with who can be the most depleted, who can be the most sleep deprived, who can martyr themselves the best. And and again, I've talked about that before too, that I do not buy into this idea that a good mother is a good martyr. Instead, I don't want to do that. I don't think that that's true. I don't want to do it all by myself. I want a community of other mothers supporting me. I want to be able to support other mothers. That's why I do the work that I do because I believe in this stuff so strongly. I've seen the power of it in my own life. It's transformed my life to be in community with other women because there's magic in community. And this desire for connection, it's one of the strings of the fabric of our heart. We want these things on a deeply rooted basis, right? That's why your intuition has been screaming at you, giving you these clues, giving you these messages, telling you that that's what you want. And then sometimes the, the sister wound is so deep that it holds you back from getting these things that you know you want and need but that can change and it can change through an awareness of this and then this vulnerability of, of trying and finding a safe space in which you can practice showing up in those ways that you crave and desire. Because there's this alchemy that happens in those connections between us that can't exist when we're alone. Right? Ever wonder why yoga at a yoga studio feels so much more relaxing than yoga you do at home? 
it's not just the physical settings. There's not it, there's not some like magical paint that they put on the walls in yoga studios that makes the relaxation better, right? What's happening is that you're tapping into this energy that's created in a group setting and that amplifies the results for everyone. It's that energy that's feeding your starved soul. So yes, trauma healing work and breaking cycles of generational trauma, right? The work of mothering radically. It's deeply personal work, but it's also work that's done so much faster when it's in tandem with community healing. And it makes it easier too. And I don't know about you, but motherhood and life and adulting and all of that, that's hard enough. I want the, like, I want to hit the easy button. I don't want harder. I want to work smarter. And when you have the community support of other mamas behind you, you don't have to know it all. You don't have to have all the resources. You don't have to have all the mental energy to devote to this work. Because instead, you share that burden with everyone else. Whoever does have the strength on that day can help hold a little bit more. And then when you have the strength, you can offer it back to the group the next time, right? There's this beautiful give and take that creates this extra dimensional awesomeness that that feeds all of you. So I'm going to quote Bill Withers from his song, Lean On Me. I am a Bill Withers fan to the end. In fact, I have Bill Withers on vinyl and nothing feeds my soul more than when it is so beautiful out that I can open all the windows in the house, I can put that record on and I can turn it up so loud that I can feel it in my body. That nothing, that is like my happy place, right? Bill Withers is my happy place. And he says in Lean on Me, he says, please swallow your pride. If I have things you need to borrow, For no one can fill those of your needs that you won't let show. Listen to that wisdom. You got to show these things. You got to show up for yourself and for others. We've tried doing this alone. I'm saying it's time instead to be brave and listen to our intuition that's crying out for those other mothers, for that connection. It's time for us to show our needs. It's time for us to heed the call of one another's cries for help and lean on one another. Our strength, not our demise, reveals itself when we do this work together. And and listen too, I know that it sounds like that can be one more thing, right? If you're already overwhelmed and now I'm telling you, go find a community, find a village of radical mothers to help support you in this. It's like, well, great, now I have one more thing to do. But in actuality, when you do this work together, it's actually taking the burden off of you because then you don't have to do it alone anymore. Because these things are what you need. This gives you the fuel to continue doing the work of mothering. So it seems kind of counterintuitive, but what you get out is actually going to fulfill you more than if you didn't do it. So yes, it does take an investment of energy to participate in this community, but the reward is tenfold. That's what's that's what I'm talking about when I say there's magic and there's alchemy in the transformation that happens between women coming together. Not to mention, isn't this what we want for our kids? 
Don't we want them to have a sense of belonging and connection and validation? And so how are they going to learn how to do that if we aren't modeling it for them? And I'll tell you, the answer is they're not, which is why we haven't learned these things, which is why we're having to break these cycles because our own mothers didn't do this work. That's what makes us radical mothers is that we're taking this on. We're diving into this remembering of how motherhood should be so that we can transform the world. Radical mothers coming together, doing this work hand in hand, heart and heart is what does that. That's what does the transformational work. It does it for ourselves, for our children and for everyone else. The world I want to live in is filled with villages of radical mothers everywhere. And so that's the world I'm going to keep working to make happen for me, for you, for all of us. So who's ready to join me? Let's do this. So you can go join the virtual village that I have online because let's face it, we live in a world where we got to take what we can get. And right now, for a lot of us, that means virtual connections. We might not have this community support in person. That's okay. We're going to make it happen anyway. And that might mean that it's in a digital format. Is that ideal? No. Is it my first choice? No. But I've tried life without it. And let me tell you, a virtual village is going to go so much further and take us one step closer to having this in real life than doing nothing at all. And so that's why I continue to do this work. That's why I continue to share this message with those of you for whom this is resonating because I truly believe in this. Again, I've seen this power in my own life and I want you to experience that too. So come join me and let's transform the world together. All right, mamas, that wraps up another episode of the Radical Mother Village. Thank you so much for listening. I know how valuable your time is and I appreciate that you're willing to spend some of it with me each week. If you are looking to dive deeper and connect with fellow Radical Mothers, you can do that by joining the virtual village that I facilitate over on Facebook. You can find the link to that in the show notes Or you can also search within Facebook itself for the Radical Mother Village. Over there, you'll find other like-minded mamas doing this work, supporting and encouraging one another. And it's also a great way to connect directly with myself, get a sneak peek on upcoming content, and get access to exclusive offers and resources. 